in this way because I know earlier this week I was thinking different things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But like listening to them talk about it, and they had a straight like somebody else thing, did it. Yeah, yeah like they, I'm they as confused as fans. We're gonna find Hey Joe, we're gonna yeah. find these evil doers. <laughs> like, <laughs> like somebody robbed. Like, this is crazy. Like, this is just, you know, I don't know where the com- competition is. Nigga, you're the competitor. Like, how's the competitor going to talk about the competition? You don't want that compete. Right. Adam Silver don't compete. Why Adam Silver got to come up with another thing f- to make you compete? He already gave you the all-star. You already getting whatever you getting for that. All the all triple 80 double trillion millionaires. Like, it's not no four people on the stage. Yeah, you know what? Game. I want to I want to bring up that discussion because I think it is a player centric. You know, Westbrook took it very se- seriously. It's the most player centric you know? thing ever. Like this yeah. is the NBA, bro. Like this is I thought about it. This is the league. One of the reasons why I think we all love basketball. I think I speak for everybody, but I I might just be speaking for myself. Basketball mm. more than baseball or football is oriented around the player. Mm. It's just more player control. It's just more player personality. It's just more player discussion. It's just it's, it's it's just more about the actual people who perform. You know, we just had a conversation about coaches. Because right. you have to talk about that sometimes because you can completely forget about that part because it's not really about that. It's about the players. Like, that's what we're watching. Mm-hmm. That's what we're here for. We show, you know, the all-star game. We showing up for the dudes, man. Like, balls, but you know, man? And so it's just weird to be in a situation where the players are complaining about their own play. <laughs> you're directly in control of that. But you're you're more in control of that than anybody else. Right. It took 45 years for a dude to, like, you know, the NFLPA to come up with the idea of, okay, we're just going to make this a touch football game. And at the point where they decided to do that, they knew nobody gave a fuck about this shit anymore. They knew it. Like, they, they didn't do that so they could sell it. I don't even know what time that shit came on. I don't even know what channel that shit was on. I don't even know who's in it. Like, I don't even know where they play. You know what's bad when Fox doesn't even show the Pro Pro Bowl used to be on Fox every damn year regardless of what channel it was on. But But I think we can all agree. But I think we can all agree. But they know it's garbage. And rather they keep fighting against it, rather than keep trying to make up bullshit about it, it just let it be bullshit. Just It's bullshit. Okay, put it over there, you know after the season, you know, right before the Super Bowl, if somebody want to watch it, they can watch that shit on Nickelodeon or some shit. I don't know, but, like, it's there, but it's not the pinnacle <laughs> of the weekend. It's not, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not the pinnacle of nothing. They not, like, I don't give, nobody cares. And I think they realize that of all the money that they're getting and everything that's going on, uh-huh. it's just difficult to force niggas to play another game of full football. They just don't want to, especially the niggas that's not in the championship. Especially the niggas that are in the championship. We don't... Okay. So now we have the basketball side of it. And these niggas have more control than any football player has ever had. Mm-hmm. And you come to the podium. And you talk about... I, yeah, that was terrible. Like, I just don't know where the competition is. The competition in the chair behind the microphone. That's you. You didn't compete. You came out, didn't compete. And now you're looking around for somebody to fix that for you? That's weird. <laughs> Kobe competed, Mike competed, LeBron used to compete, AI competed, Stephon Marbury competed, Steve Nash competed, Chris Paul, niggas competed. I don't know what they gave them. I thought about it. Like, did you give them a million dollars and then you just stopped? I don't think so. I think they just competed. The contract. Russell Westbrook came out there and competed. 
And that's what I want to talk about here today. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the LOE Sports Network, where we cut the bull script. We definitely came to play with the truth today. And this is constructive. This is a constructive talk because I don't want to keep complaining about the same things we all heard uh, from the players themselves in the NBA. But I remember a time where Sean Taylor in NFL came off against a kicker, albeit, and he rung his bell. And for whatever intensity purposes, they said it was too much at the time. He, he was, you know, that was too much. Nobody was playing that hard. He still played that hard the entire game. If you watch that Pro Bowl. Um also, the last realest Pro Bowl moment, bro. That's probably the last realest one, yeah. And then, and then you have Russell Westbrook, which Logic laid out. He would get off the bench for his MVPs during the All Star game. Both of them, I think, he came off the bench to do so, and it mattered to him, you know. But Russell Westbrook's motor, as many times we pointed out on this show, he's 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 deemed a selfish player or out for his triple doubles. But he's going to give you all of him while he's on the court, no matter what, even in an All Star game. So I think. The frustration here is, you know, everybody still wants to see their all-stars, but you don't want to see them in this this fashion. Last night was sloppy. Um, uh, the, the NFL has, has has turned a mute eye to their, their Pro Bowl, but these are selections. These are the best of the best, right? If we're talking about the best athletes in the world, then we need to think about a better product for both sides. Does and Major League Baseball have an all-star game? Does everyone care? Probably not. I really, like, no. You probably, like, a home run challenge or some shit like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm. not mm. to cut you off, but the idea that I had, just to, just to jump out there and put it out there and then we can continue this conversation. I'm a man of a certain age, so I think I can see it from a different standpoint. The idea of what we're talking about, and I believe I speak for everybody on the cash right now, we're remembering all-star games that had like a different culture around it just a different environment a different level of competitiveness a different level of solidarity about how we're going to play this game yeah that time is over and i think the newer fans don't even care like i'm only we're only having this podcast because we care and we only care because of 20 years ago. Because we yeah, haven't really. seen anything. The, the glory since 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Like we're hanging on to something that's already over. And so I feel like at the end of the day, done so. you can just, it's done. Just move that shit to the end of the year after they give out the trophies and the world championship and the rings and shit. And then niggas can just goof around and do whatever they want to do. If that's what I think for the, for the NFL, like when you have your Hall of Fame weekend during the summer, then just, just have the flag foot touch ball, you know, during that weekend. Like you, you can incorporate that whole Hall of Fame weekend, like, you know. I mean, whatever. But at the end of the day, I feel like NFL figured it out. Of, as much as any sport we could discuss, NFL is we want all the money. We want all the time. We're going to make right. up more games, Thursday games. Saturday games, <laughs> Africa games. Yeah, we want more yeah. money, 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 wow. money, 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 money. But one thing somebody said, somebody down and explained is that these niggas is not trying to play no free game of football for you. Right. They're not. They're just not trying. If I'm in a Pro Bowl, but my team was three and whatever, I'm not trying to play this shit right now. I'm trying to rehab, get ready for next year, figure out contract situations, other things. And so I think football just called it a wash and said, okay, well, shit, flag football, have fun, enjoy it. Nobody cares anyway, because the only people that are talking about the Pro Bowl are niggas who's remembering Sean Taylor, and that was 2003. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
Yeah. So it doesn't. They they admit it. That, and know, I think them they, niggas. I think them niggas low key put even put up for you know Pat number on John Madden like. It was, yeah. it was it was the whole thing, right? It, right, but that was the players and 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 you know the game kind of trying to produce that. And as soon as the, the 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 organization and and the people who actually run professional football recognize that there's nothing else that we can give these dudes to go out there and get concussions on a random Thursday before the Super. Okay, fine, we're not going to do that then. <laughs> and I feel like we're at that point where basketball could just admit we don't got to do this. We don't have to. The only people that want this that bad are old people. Old people are arguing on the internet. Old people are arguing on ESPN. Ain't no young people up there talking about that shit. They never cared about the All Star game. Nobody cared about that shit. <laughs> I think they never I think saw it was bragging rights. You know, East versus West used to be bragging rights. You could you could say what you want, but I remember a time where nobody liked each other in the NBA. If you're on opposite sides, East West. Nobody right. was, uh, you know, they weren't friendly, kiki and together. But now everybody's getting so much money, you know. And you mm-hmm. can you can it's point to that. a lot of reasons. I'm it's not going to blame money, it on all the man. money. Come on. It's, yeah, it's, it's the AAU it system. It's the fact that half these right. niggas was teammates when they was 12, 13, 14 <laughs> years old. It's, yeah, it, yeah. It's different dynamics it's in a the different league. Joint. What I'm saying is right now, Joey G, you're referring to 25 years ago. Sometimes shit just be outdated, bro. Like sometimes shit just got to be updated in a different way. They put the in-season tournament in because shit needed to be updated. And I felt like the NBA is the best example of an organization and a functional sports system that recognizes that it needs to be updated and it makes appropriate updates or sometimes inappropriate updates, but it updates. You know, we need a three-point line. Okay, we need to do, stop the, you know, forearm, one-on-one defense and go to, you know, more different types of defensive sets and you could do two, three zones and three, two, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, you know, you're making updates, you're changing things, it's, it's change. And football is a little bit more resistant to it. Baseball is a little bit more resistant to it. But it seems to me like they figured that part out. I can't make these niggas do this. And I'm not giving these niggas no more money to come out here and do this if they don't want to do it. And this, this, uh, that's the case is just leave it because obviously the niggas, like we talked about on the last cast, like niggas all about the three point contest. So this is leave it to shooting base, you know, games, you know, whether it's horse, you know, knockout, three point contest, and just leave it at that. Do whatever you want to do. Just do it at the end of the year. These niggas just going to hang out and drink and fuck bitches and have fun in the city and the city's going to turn up. Okay, do that shit at the end. Do it when it's over, when it would make sense. I know one thing. It would make sense to not be competitive at the end of the year. When it's all said and done, we can be friends now. We can hang out now. We can take pictures and sign each other's sneakers and all that shit. We can do all that at the end of the year. We don't need to do it now because you actually niggas to stop being competitive, but keep being competitive, but kind of be competitive, but not all the way competitive. But then we got a second half of the season where I need top competition. Nah, just move that shit, bro. I know, I, I know one thing because it, it might not be money based. Because I know as soon as soon as July hit, when it's time to go to the Drew League, these niggas putting their life on the line. So, true. You know what I'm saying? And like, they're doing you know, that, and I don't even know. You know, I can't say that I know, but I I'm not aware of any specific payments that go when you go to the Drew League, or exactly. when you go to, you know, Rucker, or when you, you go just to, run and shoot. They just don't run and play. shoot. Okay, they do that. That's fine. It, it, you can play the game the way you want to play the game. All I'm saying is it seems like there's a, a separation in the culture. Speaking about All-Star, 
that's based on age and what you saw before. I think I'm speaking more so for the next generation of fans. They don't care. Nobody cares. Like, it's not even that important. Like, it's old people like <laughs> us that's out here screaming about what we want at all. Kobe Bryant at all. Magic Johnson at all. You know, because that's us. You're not going to hear no kids out. The winner of the entire All-Star game was what? Kai Sanat? Some nigga? I don't even know who the fuck that is. That nigga won the whole weekend. The weekend wasn't even about basketball. It's about this nigga, the most streamed nigga in the world. Like, it's not even, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not even, nobody yeah. cares. Yeah. It's not yeah. It's not even that anymore. And it's cool that it's not that. It's but, okay. I mean, if nobody cared, they wouldn't have come off the, the, the court and said that it needed to be changed. Like, we, we heard at nauseum all these players talking about themselves. Which, but they're which the is players. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how you going to say you, how I'm going to say this podcast needs to be changed on the podcast? How I'm going to say that? How I'm going to say, oh man, this podcast is terrible, bro. Like, this is some shit. Like, man, I just, you know, niggas just not really talking for real. The energy love. You know, nigga, this is your shit. Yeah. It's your shit. If you see something wrong, then do something right. But it's like we and the players and the fans of a certain age are looking at Adam Silver like he's supposed to pull out another carrot and a stick and make these motherfuckers jump like dogs. And they don't want to do this shit. They don't want to do it. They probably just want the weekend off. So just give them the weekend off. Yeah, that would be nice. You know, we, we get two tournaments and then and then they have the week off, right? And, and instead of the All-Star game, we just have a big giant gap between tournaments, right? You have you have one tournament in 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 the October. No, just where stretch we had the it, tournament out. No, just stretch the tournament out. Oh, just, just stretch stre- it out, yeah. and then yeah. make the championship era of the tournament where the All Star was. And then right? you can still do any other challenges that you want to do. You can still do USA versus Compton or whatever else you want to do. You could do the <laughs> King. But do not disrespect us by putting that dunk contest on again. Like, but don't disrespect the players. Yeah by pretending like there's something else you need to do for them. I, I feel I'm looking at it as a fan, like as a fan, it's just not, if it's not important to you, then what are we doing it for? Cause I don't fucking care. Like that, you, know, I, <laughs> you getting another million dollars doesn't do nothing for me. The only reason that they are saying that is so that you could play at a competitive level. You don't right. want to do that. So and I, and I think the all-star game is at a hundred thousand dollars a player. Like, yeah. And what is that? Extra hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't care about that. Like nobody at at all star levels in the NBA probably cares at a certain level. I don't know. Right, speak right. They say that damn like great. That. Half of that shit is taking I mean, taxes, more taxes. Okay. Yeah, like yeah, like that's that's my food budget. Maybe like that's okay. I you know, like I gotta go back to work next Tuesday for right. real money. Right. So this, you know, hundred thousand. I'm like, that's you know, I probably spent that this weekend partying. <laughs> I probably spent that. Like, that's probably already gone before you even give it to me. So it pulls. You know what I'm saying? So nah. it and it's not ungrateful. Like it's it's just this the spectrum. You know, everybody's saying a hundred thousand dollars. I'd be grateful. Yeah, but you know, that's a sliding scale with when I'm getting paid millions of dollars to play a game. Like. It's it's like, are you going to work hard for, you know, you, you making your $30, $40 an hour and then they give you an extra $15 bonus. It That's what it is to me. There's so a it's nigga not... every day. There's a bitch every day that could go to work on Thanksgiving <laughs> for time and a half. But you have to judge it. Like, nah, right. nigga, I don't feel like doing that. And the not time and a half is better than what I'm getting, but not for that. Not for that. I'd rather have the time. I'd rather be with my kids. I'd rather right. be with my significant other. I'd rather spend some of the money that I've been working so hard all year to make. 
You know what I mean? Like, it, it's a judgment. And those guys, they make exorbitant money, of course. But they're right. still people. And they still have the right to say, nah. Like, and that's what they're saying when they go out there and shoot 48 threes in the first quarter. Oh, my God. We're like, let's get this <laughs> over with. Like, let's just get this done. Like, okay. I don't care. Uh, and if you don't care, then yeah. what are we doing? Yeah. Uh, yeah, just get rid of the whole thing. You're right. Moving to the end of the season. So nobody cares and we don't have to care. We don't have to look at it. And then, you know, you'll forget about it just like the Pro Bowl because I don't even know when that came on this year. But Exactly. And it's okay because, it's okay. you know, it's when the right. Super Bowl came on, you knew, you know, I when did. the playoffs was on, they got all their money. It's just, right. it's just reading the tea leaves, gentlemen. It's just reading the tea leaves. And at the end of the day, I'm turning on ESPN and they get, well, give them $2 million. Give them 5 million. Okay, don't pay these niggas to do this shit if they don't want to do this shit. If they don't <laughs> want to do it, come they, you already gave 48. Jalen Brown out there getting $335 million. <sighs> How many more million dollars do we have to give you to do something you don't want to do? If you don't want to do it, that's cool. Only niggas that's really into this is old niggas. Like, the young niggas don't care. The niggas that's playing it don't care. Because they're younger. Like, they don't give a fuck about that shit. They're hanging out. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing left to really say about it. You know, I uh, I just, I, I hope that now at least the players have spoken up that they can do something about it. Because now it's not up to us. It's just like kind of what you said about the Clippers. These, these guys are a group of, of veterans and professionals, and they have to talk amongst themselves. So the only way this, this works is if the NBA All-Stars talk amongst themselves and, and find a way to play and find a way to, you know. The only reason the end-season tournament worked the way it worked this season is because they cared. It's just because they cared. They just gave a fuck about it. It surprised a lot of people, like me. It surprised me that they cared, but they did. That's an institution of creating something that people found valuable for competition's sake. That's cool. But if the All-Star game is not competitive and then the dudes that's not competing is walking up to the podium talking about, damn, that wasn't competitive at all, then what are we doing? What, what is, what is, I don't understand. All right, let's move on to other news real quick. Um, I, I, I think I sent it to the chat, but um, Connolly uh, for the Wolves uh, signed a two-year agreement and extension, so they're keeping him. I think he's going to be 38 at the end of this. Or He's, he's up there. He might be 38 at the end of this extension. It, it, it kind of surprised me. Uh, Why? I, because he's, so, he's, he's just, you know, long in the tooth. For them doesn't to extend matter. him, he's going to be playing with LeBron's age, and, you know. It doesn't matter. If you look at what he does and mm -hmm. you look at what he costs. Mm. Mm. Smart. Smart. You're repeatable, competent defense, competent offensive construction at right. that pay rate. You would have to pay more for that. So if we already got that, then, you know, keep it. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand that. What's that about 25 a season? 10 and a half million a season? Yeah, yeah like that's that's a steal rate. today. That's yeah, a steal. That's, a going rate. that's like a dollar. Like that's nothing. It's like, shit, we'll give you that till you can't walk no more. If you continue to do what you're doing for the team, operating the offense the way that you do, and, you know, you're not the most significant person in, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you do what you're supposed to do. And it's yeah, clogging the wheel. And, uh, I mean, this is a dude who, what, seven years ago, got a max deal from, was it Memphis? 
Was he yeah, in Memphis, Memphis at the time? Yes. And then he didn't play for like two, three years. He had like multiple injuries, back-to-back injuries, mm-hmm. riddle seat, and nobody batted an eye. Nobody said, oh, he stole the money. No, because he's a good dude. He's, yep. He does what he's supposed to do when he do what he's supposed to do. So, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I can understand that. All right, uh, you know, like yeah, yeah, he wasn't. He's not the focal point of the Minnesota Timberwolves in any any sense. That's that's why mm-hmm. I thought he was easy to let go for the money. They they could find somebody else to do it for half the but price. But what's the upgrade? But they're not gonna do it like that, Paul. Like they're not gonna have the abilities that he had, or or the 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 recognition of certain things, or the locker room leadership, or the you know what I'm saying. Like there's a lot of things he brings to the table that we as fans probably don't even know. Mm. And he's doing it for a very small amount of money, you know, as you're looking at what Cat's getting, you're looking at what Anthony Edwards is getting, you're looking at what tall French nigga is getting, like, you know what I mean? Like, if I can keep this at this rate and, you know, reasonably expect the same thing from this dude, which I believe you'll get. Add another couple free little young free agents or so mid-level yeah. free agents. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. he's not breaking no, the great thing is you can actually you can, if you find another point guard or something, you can just you can easily move him to the to reserves. So like he, yep. he you can keep him, you know, around even longer. So yep. it works yep. out either way. It's 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 a Haslam type situation, man. Like some people yep. just some sometimes, especially, you know, these are people and it's a people's sport and we don't think about it like that. We think about it more like two K and shit, stacking things on top of things and da 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 da. But like when you have the right mix of players and everybody gets along and everything, you know, you try to do what you can to maintain that. And if you can have this dude for that price, who does the things that you need him to do and nothing else. And this is what more, more, you know, parody and Lee more than ever, at least at this moment, this time period, like you got the, you know, we on the edge of the changing of the guards, you know, training mm-hmm. people like Steph and LeBron. Mm-hmm. Things of that nature, so like the league is open, so why not batten down the hatches for the next, at least for the next two seasons, maybe three? You seasons. got your young guys, you got your, got, your you got everything going. You number one record in the league right now, you, yeah. you and there's no pressure on you because <laughs> it's Minnesota. Because mm-hmm, so you're like, Minnesota, it's, it's, you know, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. It doesn't work, but it's working. Mm-hmm. He, paid 40, he paid 65 for uh, what's the cat that went to uh, what's the kid that went over there to uh. Uh, Golden State right now. He paid all that money for uh, Andrew Wiggins. And that didn't pan out. So understood, understood. Um, today they um, the the Nets let go of Jacques Vaughn as their head coach. Um, <laughs> they have they will re, they they'll name an interim head coach in the future. They didn't they didn't say who the interim coach is. I mean they got some time since the next games aren't till the the following weekend. Um, but yeah, we we talked about uh, the Nets on this cast, like you know, they're, they're kind of repairing their their lineup from mm-hmm. that destroying, you know, that that Durant and all them did, you know, Kyrie and Harden, <laughs> that mistake, um, and and Mikael Bridges has has emerged, and you know, there was supposed to be the return of of Simmons, uh, but that was short lived. Work in progress. Work is in a, progress. Is a work in progress. I mean, Jacques Vaughn. Uh, Took over in 2022. His his record this season is 21 and 33, and is no way indicative of you know the kind of talent they have come to have. Uh, you know, I I just don't think they gave him enough time to cook. Um, I don't know a lot about Jacques Vaughn, but I mean that that 
that iteration of players was just getting going, in my opinion. And and they they might have looked at that differently. However, they moved on. So I you know I just wanted to put that out there, see what you guys thought of uh, the Nets at all. What you think, Em? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think the you know the roster's obviously turning in the right. I mean, they got a whole bunch of young kids over there. You know? Right. Uh, I mean, Daryl Trade. Uh, what's the point guard they just picked up? Uh, Schroeder. I mean, you know, they'll trade that for something else, uh, picks or something. Uh, I, I mean, I guess they need to find us. Find, I think the staff needs to be changed all around because, mm. you know what I'm saying? So we could just be solidified. You know, we need like that Presty nigga from like OKC. We need one of them types to get in there, <laughs> you know, like, and, you know, just, just, just hold it down, man. We, you know, we, we everybody kind of laughs at him for, you know, not paying out any money, but right. he still seems to put a roster together at least every three and a half years. So, it's not bad. And once again, just, I don't think there's a real pressure on Brooklyn themselves to really get anything done. I mean, it's still the New Jersey Nets at the end of the day. But, um, right. Um, yeah, I, I, but I would solidify that be a coach. Um, and then, you know, I don't know. You know, I don't know if they're going to tank or, you know, maybe another trade or two to get, you know, to get somebody. I think they do need to find, you know, me. They, they need to find a, a point guard to get in there. And, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't think they're far away. I mean, either way, mm-hmm. I don't think they're, they're far off. But uh, definitely just solidify a decent coach in there and uh, get this thing, you know, in a real direction before this thing does fall apart again. But this easily can fall apart again. So before that yeah. happens. So, okay. Say, All right. Jimmy, yeah. I don't know. Jimmy, I think I would have kept him to the end of the season. I'm just looking at their record and what they're trying to do. Yeah, but I mean, I, I would have done the yeah, I would just, you know, at this point, there was really nothing that you would get from another guy that would be useful this season. This season's right. done right now. Like, you're probably out of it, like, you know, reasonably, you know, unless, you know, somebody's superstarish as a coach is, you know, Spolster is not walking through the door. So it's not right. anybody that's going to add such a significant lift to what's working right now. So I probably would have left it to the end of the season. But I do, like, my brother M just said, I do understand that they're trying to, you know, rebuild and, and figure mm-hmm. it out. So if they forecasted, you know, different changes that are on the line and felt that Jock Warren wasn't the right guy to, you know, lead them forward, then this is a fine time to do it. Like, mm-hmm. I would have waited to the end of the season, but there was really no reason to do that either. If you're going to do it, you could do it now. It's not the question is who's going to be the next guy? Like, what's the next way that you go with what's the what's what's next? Because that's a big component of building your organization is having, you know, coaching, general managership, you know, all of those things in a good line. So we just have to see what they do after. And, you know, Jock Vaughn, I know a little bit about him. And Jock Vaughn's going to find himself in another position. He's a great oh, coach. Yeah. And he's going to find himself he's in another position. He'll be fine. He's not bad at all. He's, okay. he's He's one of those guys that ends up in these kinds of situations often in kind of like a placeholder situation. You go go. to a team and then you just kind of steer the ship a little bit until we figure out what we really want to do. But I'm I'm sure he'll end up somewhere else. Absolutely. All right. All right. Um, Yeah, nothing really going on because of the weekend. You know, all things were on the All-Star game. So there's no real, real news. Um, Well, I do want to ask a question. You got it? Yeah, uh, I was like, kind of seeing this going on. I guess it's All Star Weekend or whatever. That's the last 
maybe 36 hours of who between, you know, the, the vets. So like I said, you know, we're kind of moving in that direction that we're, you know, people like LeBron, Steph, and, you know, I guess even like KD, we want to be out of here in the next, you know, let's say three to, three to five years overall. We're changing the guards. I see the question going around of out of those three between Steph, KD, and LeBron and their current situation with their teams overall, if any of them, who would y'all think would be the next one to get a ring? Mm. I mean, no, yeah, if, yeah. If, I, I was gonna say you, you want the best, per, the the one with the best chance of getting it. Yeah, the, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, you know, I don't, I don't feel like any of them are particularly strong. But the strongest of the three, like if you had to put it in one, two, three, it would be mm-hmm. KD, then LeBron, then then uh, Steph. Steph. Yeah, yeah. I just don't think. I think they're a little light. You know, Golden State's mm-hmm. a little light. Um, they're they're struggling for identity again, and then you got LeBron and AD, and that's just that health and wellness thing. I don't mm-hmm. see you know their third third guy is Austin Reeves, maybe no. If you want to say D'Lo, maybe, maybe. But D'Lo versus Bradley Beal, I'm like, uh, I mean, if he, again, that's a health and wellness thing, you know. So so the whole thing comes crumbling down. Do I think that any of the three can make it? In my opinion, no. But who has the best chance? I mean, this is KD's shot. I think they just mm-hmm. added somebody too to Phoenix. I want to say they added somebody from. I want to say they added somebody from. Uh, uh, yeah, I think it's, it's it? well. It was uh. Was it the Crowder? Crowder, one of them guys, or uh, no, no, Suns Doris added Finney? somebody. No. Some some three and D dude. Hold on, hold on. Uh, was it Doris Finney? Royce O'Neal. Royce O'Neal. Yeah, Royce O'Neal. Yeah, yeah Suns got thing. Royce O'Neal and, and David okay. Roddy. I think the question is just kind of, and I can see like people on the internet and you you talking heads and all of that asking these type of questions to like stir up conversation. But I think the reality is if you look at each situation those people are in, it's just they're not in a position as individual players where you can say that they're going to get you to where you got to go in terms of championships. When you look at the Lakers, the Lakers are caught in a scenario where they can't build the team that LeBron needs to be competitive. But then we don't know, and I don't think they know, if LeBron is at the level to be competitive, even if you gave him that team. Because he's, you know, he's 20 years in. Like, he's right. not the same guy. Not to take anything away from him, greatest player ever. But, mm-hmm. like, just right now, you see a Lakers organization that doesn't, they're caught in the middle between the past and the future. Like they don't, they, they, they're not ready for him to leave, but they can't really do anything with him. Mm. You look at Golden State and you recognize now, and I don't care what anybody says, this is my thing, is that Steph Curry is one of the greatest shooters, if not the greatest shooter the game has ever seen. Absolutely. But he's not leader guy. He's mm-hmm. not leader guy. Mm-hmm. That's just not him. So you can't just put anything around him and then tell him, lead these guys there that's not who he is that's not the way the team is just not that's not going to work he's going to get his shots off he's going to get 40 50 90 whatever he do <laughs> but he's not the guy that's necessarily going to connect everybody else to that right that's right. just not him you look and at if Kevin anybody's Durant, looking for 20 points a night from draymond you you you're fucking dreaming so. but in a perfect world you didn't look for 20 points from draymond you look right. for a lot right, of right. other shit Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, it's just the right. system. It's just, you know, you're left with the pieces that you have. Right. And I think that Steph is still great. I'm not taking away from his greatness at all. 
it's just pretty much individual greatness at this point. It's just you're 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 Mitch Richmond in Sacramento now. You're great, like, Ouch. but we're not. Ouch. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just what it is. I, I'm looking Richmond at it. Crazy. It's, this is how it. This is how it happens sometimes. When you know the key pieces that really do the things that need to be done on other ends, other than you know what I'm saying. Like it's a connection of things, and right. I just don't think Golden State has that. When you look at Phoenix. I think we've talked about it on this pod several times. Kevin Durant is great. Okay, that's great. This team goes as far as Devin Booker takes them. It's about yeah. Devin Booker. It's not really about Kevin Durant. It's that's can great. Kevin Durant support Devin Booker? Everybody is there to support Devin Booker. If that's not the situation that you're looking for, then you're not going to get no win there. It's not going to happen. If you know, if Kevin Durant was the dude that could win the chip, then we'd be talking about him completely differently than we've talked about him for the last 15 years. Right, right. And this was 10, 15 years ago when he was like that dude, that dude. Like right now, he's dope. I'm not going to take nothing away from him. But you can't just say, okay, we're going to take a whole season, get on Kevin Durant back, and he's going to win us a championship. I don't know if you could have ever said that. I don't know. So I, I just don't think that question is really constructed in a way where any answer is the right answer. I think all the answers are wrong, if that makes sense. Okay. All right. You know, and I feel like the race is closer in the West. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. these teams are are all close-knit. In the East, you could say there's parity, too. You know, like any team can win it. Um, But you know that Boston is set up to win it this year, and you know that, you know, there's not a lot of uh, of teams that go against that. Uh, if you want to talk about Giannis and Milwaukee, I feel like they're a little light this year. They're not. I don't know. You know. You know. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I don't know. Shout out to the group chat, my man Bell. She was oh right. yeah, 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 yeah. I think the second half shit. of this season, Dame is going to be different. I'm, I, I'm calling it now. I'm calling it right now. He, this All Star game kind of woke him up. I think like he's kind of like comfortable in a way that I didn't think he would be at that time. So I'm looking forward to him doing, you know, major things for the second half of the season. But mm-hmm. I, I hear what you're saying, Joji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I I don't I don't disrespect Dame at all. You know, I just mm-hmm. I just don't think he himself is enough to to move that needle in, in Milwaukee. There's there's some things, there's some details they got to work out. And then you know, I know, I know uh, Doc is there now. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm not sure what it is, the magic sauce or whatever. I I think it has a lot to do with their. With their other players, you know, other than Giannis and, and Dame, I don't think that tandem is enough to get them through. I think that Milwaukee finds themselves in the same position that Dallas does. You know, Kyrie and Luka are great players, you know, and 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 Luka can catch fire more more so than I would say Kyrie can, but I don't think it's in that vein of, you know, whatever everybody else is doing around them. And then, you know, they, I, I, don't, I just don't see it there. Just like you said with Steph, you know, Steph is great. But it's just not. There's not enough. It's it's and it's no fault of anybody's. No, uh-uh. it's no, just situational. So right. much of winning right. and so much of being successful doesn't just have to do with individual players. Just the way that players combine, how they're coached, how you know what I'm saying. Like it's it's really organizational, especially when we're talking about the bigger name teams like Golden State or you know it's organizational shit. And so when you are kind of stuck with what you stuck with, mm-hmm. and you have what you have. And, you know, just for Golden State, like they had the greatest shooter ever. And that's yeah. it. Like, that's really it. Like, that's that's it. 
and that's no offense to him. He's still doing what he yeah, does. As a matter of fact, I think he's he's probably the proof that people get better. Like he's the proof that you could take time to like cultivate people's skills and you know, if you work hard, you can become even more phenomenal than people thought you could be. He's fifteen years in, fourteen years in, something like that. Mm-hmm. And he's awesome. He's awesome. Mm. He's awesome. Like I can't say anything. I mean, the things that he could do now are things I never thought he could do right. ten years right. ago when they were winning. I didn't think he could do that. So I don't want to take away from his ability. I don't want to take away from anybody's ability. It's just no, no it's just it's, it's very situational, circumstantial and situational. Hey, hey, I noticed Infinite. You didn't answer that your own question. So, so which one do you give the greatest shot to? Out of Phoenix, Lakers. And Golden State. Uh, <laughs> right. Try to get away. No, 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 no. Yeah, Joey no, G, no. Joey G, baby. Oh, no, no, no. You know we got we got to get you in the mix. Um, that's funny. But like it's like it's uh, like it's ain't got no chance. I mean, obviously we know, like you said, it's predicated definitely on health. I mean, mm-hmm. either one of the Giants fall down. That's it. You done there? Um. Can Clay can Clay make up a difference? Um, Clay and Kaminga. Uh, I just don't find any consistency there, and that's why I have them at the bottom. They're consistent. It's just not enough. Yeah, yeah it's not enough. You know, I know, it's, too you know. Light. it's too light. It's too light. If they put in Clay on the bench, who's who's supposed to be starting now in his place? Did they say specifically who's starting? No, no. They, Who else they got? I, I mean. No. But I mean, they're yeah, gonna, yeah. they're, they're going to try this off the bench, Clay, to see if it sparks him like it did. Of course, the other they won't make him Ray. Yeah. yeah, they won't make him light skin Ray Allen, which is fine. Cool. <laughs> which is cool. That's cool. shout out to That's him fine. for yeah. for, yeah. for dealing with that too. Right. Yeah, of course. We got to give him some love. I think Bill's referenced it earlier, but just again to give him some love. I, I that's a dude that I really really rock with, and I'm really really impressed by because he's in real time in front of the media and in front of the fans. Yeah. He's dealing with the reality of where he is as a player and as a competitor, and I think that's yeah, and this makes you at least competitive for yourself. At least you know if his knees, you know, God willing, hold it up, then you know it makes him at least competitive enough to come off the bench for at least the next three seasons at thirty-five yeah, right now. Yeah, right. he's getting another bat, and he's going to get a bag from Golden State if he does that. If he and plays I, and the I, way they need him to play, he'll get his bag. And I want to yeah. add on top of that, you know, that that praise because. You're not you're not talking about an injury like Ben Simmons where we don't see it, you know, it doesn't happen. You're talking about back to back ACL, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like, major, yeah. major, major. You know, yeah. a lot of people aren't the same after one. I can't imagine yeah. coming back and then falling again. Yeah. You yeah. know. Exactly. I, and then having the limelight on you in that way when right, it happens. Right. Like it didn't yeah. happen late in your career. It didn't happen when we had already kind of passed the Golden State era right. and went to something else. It had no, right in the middle, dead ass in the middle. middle of this in era, yeah. and it had a great effect on how you know. What I'm saying like it, it not only hurt you, it hurt the team you played for, right? And so right. I know for him, you're trying to get back, and you're trying to get back, and you're looking at the team, and you're hearing the media, and you're hearing all these people talk shit about the team, mm-hmm. and you know that your injuries are part of that. So you're trying to rehab and do this and do that, Physically and you're fighting and with niggas on the court and right. everything. You're putting so much pressure on yourself to get back to that level. Because you know that level that you were at is necessary for this team to do the things that they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can't. You just can't. It's not yeah. for lack of trying. It's not for lack of effort. It's not. You just can't. And we've seen this happen to so many players, and they couldn't figure out 
how to work around that. Like they, they just never figured it out. Uh, Allen Iverson is a great example. You go somewhere else, you're not coming off the bench. You're crazy. I go to, no, I'm not. And you're not the same Allen Iverson. You've had injuries. You've had this. You've had years and years and years of not getting operations and surgeries that you needed. You go to another team and you're like, no, I'm still Allen Iverson. No, you're not. And that's part of the competitive spirit. That's part of being, you know, the number one guy somewhere. That's, you know, that's part of your heart and your courage. But it takes all of that to really look at yourself and say, I'm not where I was at. What can I do for the team? Right. It takes a lot. I think that takes a lot. Shout out to Larry Johnson, my dude, Larry Johnson, because Larry Johnson did that. That's one of the reasons why I always bring his name up anytime we're talking about basketball, because this was Grandma Ma. This was the dude selling Converse sneakers and dunking on niggas on Family Matters. And then one day, he can't jump no more. He can't jump no more. But there's a day where he can't jump no more. Right. Where he can't do that anymore. Rather than going on and on about it, he just started making points in the paint and hitting three-pointers. He just figured it out. Like, you know, it, it just takes something, I think, as a competitor. As a as a top level talent, as a guy, especially for Clay Thompson with multiple rings and multiple first team defensive, all it, it, just a really really strong player in the league to look at himself and, and part of a dynasty, mm. a dynasty that would not have occurred without you. Yeah, that would not have occurred without you, and to know that the role that you're going to play in whatever comes next is not going to be the same. It's just not. That just takes a lot of courage. And then to do it in front of the media, to do it in front of the fans, to do it in front of the talking heads. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just have to give that credit. So, yeah. That's grown man uh, shit. But that being said, you know, uh, I'll give, you know, go to state, quote, unquote, the second best chance. But, uh, I mean, obviously right now, I think Phoenix is the most, I mean, I've already talked about Phoenix. So, I mean, I think they're out of the three now. Doesn't mean they get anything. But out of the three, I think they're most in prime position. You know, to uh, compete for a championship, you know, whether it's this year, you know, next year, or whatever. But, um, they have, you know, a little bit more depth. They got a center in Nurkic. Obviously, you know, we, like I said, we got KD. KD's still balling regardless. Bill, you know, you know, could be, be the high spot for them. And then, you know, Booker, Booker needs a book. And then you just hope you have, you know, a couple of people off the bench that, you know, kind of, you know, add a little bit. Yeah. You know, I know yeah. they got, got, got a Koji and, you, you know, you just said they just bought over uh, the other kid or whatever in the trade or whatever. So, like, yeah. But it's basically on, it's on, you know, Booker. Booker has to. It's, oh, the big three. That's what it is. That's it. That's but it's not Booker. really the big three. It's Booker and the other it's two. Like, they got to be right. the other two. But it's still the big three. Like, yeah, but, it, but it's the big three for them, though, because, you know, how we look at it. And, still, I, and still... I feel you. But we're talking about name levels. I'm talking about the actual yeah, game of basketball. And the game of, of course, basketball is Booker and two other names. Yeah, of course, of course. In terms of names, it's the big three because we got yeah, three yeah. big name players. But right. in terms of playing basketball on a regular basis, especially in that's, the, that's the three know, they got to run. Yeah, but you really lean it on one, and the other two have to support that. And that's where the health issues and all that really come yeah. from. Still you got to help that. Like, that's where we're yeah. looking at Bradley Bill with a funny eye. Like, your yeah. job here is to support this. And if you're not on right. the court, you're not supporting it. So it's not big three. It's big two. <laughs> you feel me? But then <laughs> Kevin Durant is know. not the dude yeah, that he yeah. used to be. This is not set up for you to be Kevin Durant, the number one guy. It's set up for Booker to be the number one guy. So can the other two guys of the big three 
supportive. Even if we look at Miami Heat and their big three. Yeah. It was LeBron and two other niggas. Now the two other niggas gotta support LeBron. We call it a big three because they were three quality players at that level. But on the basketball court, it's this nigga and then these two niggas supporting that nigga. And they did that. So like that's just how I look at it. I think sometimes we say big three, but all three of these niggas is not. It's it's just I don't know. It's only one basketball. So Yeah. Well I mean it's just big three in terms that once again. I know these three it's name dudes. value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, name cool. value. Yeah. No, I get it. It's just name value. It's just we have three big names, so it's the big three. Yeah. Three, three big money, so so they the big right. three. Yeah. They get right. big three money, right? I, and I understand that, but on the yeah, court, yeah. the way the ball rolls, oh yeah, yeah. it might have, may not pan out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. one definite no, for sure. No, we course. don't need three guys. We need one guy and then two guys supporting the one guy. I need mm-hmm. you to do the things that you could do in a limited <laughs> way, so that the number one guy can do the number one thing that we need him to do. Because that's the guy that's going to get us there. But nonetheless, KD, out of all the other uh, outside of two right now in this time frame, he has the better chance out the other two, as far as you know, when it comes to LeBron and stuff. So, you know, we'll see. I mean, you know, things is slowly creeping up the ladder. You know, prior to uh, the All Star break, let's see what they do as you know after this break, starting this weekend or whatever. You know, okay. see where it takes us. All right. Just to close out, I'm gonna let Logic close it out because um we got some we got some good uh injury news this this week if you're a New York Knicks fan. Um Julius Randle was reevaluated, um, as well as uh Mitchell Robinson and OG Ananobi. And they're all expected to um to come in the front part of March, come back to the team. Now, I know that doesn't mean that they're right away effective. You know, they gotta get their game legs. But to be strong going into March, I feel like is important. Over the next seven games, starting on February 22nd, the the Knicks will face Philadelphia, Boston, the Pelicans, the Golden State Warriors, and the Cleveland Cavaliers, all in a span of seven days. Um, You know, of course, we'll be without, you know, most of those starters that I named, Mitchell uh, and uh, OG and, you know, Randall are all, you know, on the latter part of that March uh, stint. Because I think we play Cleveland March 3rd. Um, but yeah, February 22nd, Philadelphia versus New York. Uh, you know, how encouraged are you to have, you know, th- that that good news that, that that three players will be available in that March span, time span? I mean, I, I think encouraged isn't the right word for my feelings towards it, only okay. because I think so many people, so many fans, so many, you know, viewers and, and talking heads, it's just, you know, this is your year and get the championship. <laughs> I'm not really looking at it like that. Like, I'm right. not really looking for, you know, I, I hope that we can make some noise in the playoffs. But I think that this is a building process more so than anything. And I think for the first time in maybe, you know, the better part of 20 years, we're taking the necessary steps to build the team that we need to really support what we want, which is a championship. So those guys coming back in March is dope. I mean, I, I can't say anything other than that, but We've given very extended minutes to the support staff. We've given very extended minutes to Hartenstein. We've given very extended minutes to 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 Deuce, whatever his last name is. Blah blah blah. You know what I mean? Like, there's been a right. lot of dudes who have got a lot of you know precious antiquity has gotten a lot of time because of the <laughs> situations that are going on. So the key is how can we reinstitute these players coming back? in a way where we're leaning on them too hard too early 
but they can ingratiate themselves back into the system to add to what we've been putting out, if that makes any sense. Because we see at the core of what we have right now, you know, offensively is a lot to be dealt with, which is why it's good that we will be getting those people back. But we've also given minutes to players who should be in the rotation. Pressure should be in the rotation. Dude should be in the rotation. You know what I'm saying? So when we get the three back, it shouldn't be like these people go back to the bench and we never see them again. Like they should be able to find a way to ingratiate them into the system. Because if we could do that while getting these players back, then we cook it. Okay. And just and just because I didn't I didn't mention three other players that were also injured uh going into that Orlando game that did not play. Uh Bogdanovich, um he should be back February twenty second. De Vincenzo also should be back for the game against Philadelphia, as well as Hartenstein. Um Hartenstein is more, you know, questionable just because it's uh tendinopathy. It's like a on again off kind of like uh arthritis for your for your Achilles which is crazy to say but that's what he's got going on so his thing is 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 less certain but for Bogdanovich to come back and DiVincenzo I mean that that's a bit that's a big win for us as well so um yeah you know I'm encouraged I think this this stretch is crazy to have that many great teams in that time span but you know this that's, that's that's getting us ready for playoff basketball. You know, I want to I want to see com- competition out there, just like you. You know, I don't have the 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 moon to the moon Stephen A. crazy fake expectations, but I do want to see the team compete. Um, how they were p- competing prior to that week uh, before the All Star game. You know, we, we were on a little bit of a losing streak there, but before that, it, it was like nine in a row. So. Uh, and it, and it was a good nine in a row. They were winning the right way. So it'll be it, I'll be grateful to see that come back to the court, come back to the flow. Um, however it goes, we'll be right here. You know, you can tune in to the LOE Network, Sports Network, and uh, we'll be covering it all. But for now, for Logic, for Infinite, my name yep. is Joey G. Thanks for listening to the LOE Sports Network. We out.